This is BYU Cougars Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Big O Tires presents On the Rubber, a look at both teams' pitching numbers. It's brought to you by Big O Tires, the team you trust. We're into the fourth inning of work, so let's take a look at uh, both pitchers through three innings today as Cutter Clausen works to Vincent Temesvery to open the fourth inning in a 3-1 ball game. BYU up. The 1-0 goes to 1-1, called strike. On the second pitch from Clausen in the at-bat, 1-1 the count to Temesvery. Two balls and a strike. Clausen threw three innings, two hits, one run. It was earned, struck out three. No walks, one-hit batsman. Now 47 pitches thrown on the day by Cutter. He's a left-hander, as is Liam Paddock. As that's in, fair ball, shot down the third baseline, just inside the bag. It'll go to left cor- left field corner, and a stand-up double for Vincent Temesvery. So lead-off double for the Zags here in the top of the four. That was ripped at the hot corner, past the glove of Easton Jones. So Temesvery on second. Let's get you to the Gonzaga pitching stats through three. Liam Paddock threw three complete, two hits, three runs, all earned. A struck out four, walked three, hit one. In 64, pitches thrown. That's on the rubber, brought to you by Big O Tires, the team you trust. So with a leadoff double, putting Temesvery aboard, Jordan Hamburg hits. Left-handed bat of Hamburg facing the southpaw on the hill and Cutter Clausen, and he dirts one to Colin Reuter, who jumps out of his crouch to block well. 1-0 the count to Hamburg. Hamburg hit by a pitch and scored. On an RBI double from Jace Phelan in the second inning. That's the lone run for the Zags so far. 3-1 Cougs here, top four. 1-0. Breaking ball settles in for strike one. Fastball curve and change. That was a curve from Cutter Clausen. That's his three-pitch mix for the 6'1", 195-pound sophomore, and that'll be outside. Missing away with the fastball. Clausen's fastball on 89 to 94 velo range, but he can he can pop it above 95 when he's feeling right. 2-1. And that gets past Colin Reuter. A little wild and outside. Not sure if they'll judge that wild or past, but either way, it'll send Temesvery from second to third with still no one out. So Zags in a prime run producing position. With Jordan Hamburg, the batter, in a 3-1 count. Lefty on the hill, lefty bat in the box, and 90 feet away is Vincent Temesvery with run number two, and that should get him home. It's lifted opposite field, and we'll, bring, we'll do more than that. It'll go to the wall and send Hamburg to second base with a double. Back-to-back doubles. Temesvery scores from third, and Hamburg at second with a ball that went over the head of Scow in left field and got all the way to the track. So at the very least, you're looking at a sack fly, but it was beyond the glove of Scow and waited to the wall. So back-to-back doubles, and Cutter Clausen in a uh, spot of bother here, and the BYU bullpen begins to warm on this chilly day. So Temesvery a double. Advanced to third on a wild pitch or pass ball, and then scores on the Hamburg double. So back-to-back two-baggers, and 3-2 is our new score. BYU up one on the Gonzaga Bulldogs. Hamburg drives home Temesvery. Hamburg, who started the opener yesterday, didn't play in the first game until coming in as a defensive replacement, injury replacement, and now starts game three of the series, game two of the day, and drives home a run. So RBI double Hamburg and 3-2. Donovan Ratfield will hit. The Gonzaga catcher grounded out 5-3 in the second. Ratfield hitting 2-12 on the year. Fouls it out of play down the first baseline. With runners in scoring position, his number drops more than 100 points to a buck 11. Well, still early in the year. The sample size rather small, but hasn't done well at uh, bringing them home. But not too many Gonzaga players have been hitting for a great number in the early going. The 0-1, and that's right up the middle. Coming around third is Hamburg, and there will be no throw home. We're tied up. 
Zags have played at two here in the top of the fourth, square the game at three. So double-double and single with consecutive batters as Donovan Ratfield drives home Jordan Hamburg. So double, followed by an RBI double, followed by an RBI single. And this game goes from 3-1 to 3-3 in a hurry. The Zags have already scored more runs into the fourth inning as they did in the entire first game today. And that breaking ball clipped the arm of Jace Phelan. Nope, well, hold on here. Phelan tossed the bat and was on his way to first. And I thought the umpire indicated the same thing, but not the case. Huh. Phelan thought he was hit and on his way. And so they're going to say it clipped the bat and not the batter. And so 0-1 is the count. Still no one out here in the top of the fourth. Let's reiterate. No balls in the strike. And one on, no one gone. 3-3 three, three ball game. And Clawson pipes in a fastball. The low outside edge. For the left-handed hitting Phelan. Jace Phelan playing first base today. In game two, that is. He came in as a pinch hitter in game one. For Gonzaga, 0-2 to Phelan. Phelan with an RBI double in the second inning. And that was after Phelan was hitting under 100 for the year. He's now up to 136 with that big hit in the second inning. Brought home the Zags' first run. One and two to Phelan. Checks it. And third base umpire says he went. So came around, said Teddy Dutcher. And that'll be a strikeout of Phelan. And Cutter Clausen's fourth strikeout of the day. But after striking out the side in the first, he had no Ks in the second or third innings. Has a strikeout here now in the fourth. Make it one out. First three batters with hits here in the fourth inning. Double, double, and single. Plating two runs and tying the game at three. Flagpole in right center is stiff out straight to left field. It's been windy from start to finish. Today's doubleheader. Checking the wind speeds right now and looking at 15 to 28 out of the south-southwest and more southerly than southwesterly right now. A swing and a miss from Gage Mestis. Keeping the count one and one with one out and one on. Gage Mestis, the second baseman, flew out to center in the second. Mestis on the year hitting 118. Again, a lot of low numbers in this Gonzaga lineup right now. This team really struggling to hit. And that will get away from Colin Reuter. Low pitch goes to the backstop. And the second is Ratfield. So things getting just a little sideways for BYU here in the fourth. And there's plenty of activity now in the Cougar bullpen. Jake Porter up. And Candon Daly up. A couple of right-handers warming for Coach Trent Pratt. Count goes to 3-1 meantime. So Cutter Clausen, who's about to throw his 65th pitch here in the fourth inning. I've seen this game go from 3-1 to 3-3. And was still one out, a runner in scoring position in Donovan Ratfield for Gage Mestis, who swings through, strike two, missed a 93-mile-per-hour heater. So the full count now with one gone and Phelan. Pardon me, Ratfield at second. Payoff pitch. Fouled out of play. Down the first base side of the diamond. Fouled off a 94-mile-per-hour fastball from Cutter. Cutter a southpaw, and Liam Paddock, the Gonzaga starter, also a lefty. BYU coming into the day was hitting 340 against lefties to 227 against righties. Gonzaga was hitting 138 against lefties on the year. Almost 100 points lower than its right-handed average, at least versus right-handed pitchers. Another foul out of play. Count stays full at 3-2 and two with one gone and one on. The one on is Ratfield at second. An RBI single a moment ago to tie the game. And that will be looped. Short hopper to second. No trouble there for Robinson. Guns over to Vest for out number two. Advancing on the play is Ratfield to third. So, on the 4-3, two are gone, and a runner on third for Tommy Eisenstadt. 
the DH. Crew Robinson fielding in the uh, 93 to 94 percent range this year. Cutter misses with his first pitch to Eisenstadt, the nine-hole hitter, grounded out to first in the third inning. One ball, no strikes, two out, one on for Eisenstadt. Ratfield is on third, opposite field, lifted foul out of play down the third baseline. Count goes to one and one. Temesbury led things off with a double. Hamburg brought him home with a double. And then Ratfield brought Hamburg home with a single. Those are the two runs here in the fourth to make it 3-3. Heater high and away. Two and one to Eisenstadt. Tommy Eisenstadt, 167 is his average. Numbers up a bit to 222 with runners aboard, and he's got one on third. The 2-1 from Cutter. Kicks and deals. Breaking ball stays up top. 3-1 the count. Cutter's just thrown his 70th pitch of the game. Bryce Robinson got the win in the opener, going to 1-1 one one on the year. And Cutter again leaves one up top, heater high. And so a five-pitch walk, or at least a 3-1 a count goes to the walk as Abe Alvarez will make the walk out to the mound and call for new pitching. So Cutter Clausen's day is done. Without getting out of the fourth inning, he leaves in a tie ball game. 3-3 is our score. We'll take a break of a minute, come back with a PZ Printing pitching change on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. We've got a PZ Printing pitching change for BYU. Brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. And the Cougs going to Jake Porter. Jake making his third appearance. He's gone two and two-thirds. And they've been very efficient innings of work for Jake. Hasn't given up a hit, a run, a walk. He struck out two. And so, yeah, 0.00 ERA and a triple zero average against. Can't do much better than what Jake Porter has done through two looks so far. Comes in in a uh, fairly significant leverage situation. First and third, two out in a tie ball game. We're still early, top four. But BYU's seen the 3-1 lead disappear with Gonzaga scoring two here in the fourth. We're still top four and top of the order with Peyton Miller, the shortstop, stepping in, striking out and grounding out in his first two at-bats in this game. He's hitting 290 on the year, and he will ground that through the three four-hole routes to right side and bring home the go-ahead run. Scoring from third is Donovan Radfield. So one pitch and the first hit given up by Jake Porter on the year as Peyton Miller makes it 4-3 Gonzaga here in the fourth. So RBI single for Peyton Miller. Radfield comes home with run number three in the inning and four in the game for Gonzaga. Down two and the inning began, up one now. Eisenstadt, by the way, went to second on the play, having walked a moment ago. Miller's on first, Eisenstadt on second. Ratfield's come around to score. 4-3 Zags. Josh Hankins, the batter, in an 0-1 count now. And swings, connects through the foul, I think off the helmet, two of Colin Reuter into the backstop for 0-2. So we'll see if Jake can uh, get the Cougs out of this fourth inning with already three runs across. He's given up the least, uh, the last one. The eighth batter to come to the plate here in the fourth for Gonzaga is Hankins, and he sees ball one delivered low and outside. Right-handed hitting Josh Hankins, the third baseman, one for two today, strikeout and single. He was left on the base pass in the second after his single. The one-two, two out, two on. Again, low and away. Jake Porter. Four-pitch mix. Fastball slider, curve, and change. Fastball tops out around 92. He's got a slider in the high 70s, low 80s. Curve mid-70s and change low 80s. 2-2 the count. Foul ball out of play down the right field line. 
Count stays even at two. Two are gone and two are on. The on are Eisenstadt at second and Miller at first. Miller with an RBI single moments ago. The go-ahead RBI for Gonzaga. A four-run game after two runs in the first game. Lost 11-2 to BYU. 2-2 the count. And that's piped in and a punch out. So caught looking is Josh Hankins, and the Cougs do get out of the inning, but Gonzaga scores three in the inning. Three runs on four hits. There were no errors, and two were left on. We go bottom four, Gonzaga four, BYU three on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Cougars baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 54 degrees, gusty winds, 15 to 25 miles per hour today. Wind blowing out to left. Stiffly out from right to left here at Miller Park. We go bottom four. Gonzaga four, BYU three. The Zags plate three in the top of the fourth to retake a lead. Zags led one nothing after one and a half. BYU got one back in the bottom of the second, squaring the game at two. Scored two in the third, going up 3-1. Then the Zags score three to make it 4-3. Gonzaga, Brock Watkins facing Liam Paddock. It's an 0-1 count. It's an 0-2 count as Brock swings through strike two. Brock Watkins, 231 hitter. But 571 hitting leadoff, and he leads off the fourth. 0 for 1 today in the second game, a 6-3, and that's a swinging strikeout off speed from Paddock at 79 miles per hour and Brock out in front for second consecutive swinging strikeout by Paddock. And he's got five Ks on the day and all swinging. He's having the kind of day that uh, Bryce Robinson had in the opener as Bryce was dealing for BYU and got the win in the game preceding this one. Doubleheader today, no games tomorrow with the weather coming in. And that wind we've been talking about all day is bringing in that weather. You never know. You you do your best guesses and try and make the best plans. And who knows how things will be exactly when first pitch was supposed to come tomorrow. But they uh, kind of forestalled the danger and took care of it today. It will mean the Zags hang around town with uh, no games to play tomorrow. Or, of course, Sunday. They'll have a game Monday against UVU. Meantime, we've got a 1-1 count. Goes to 2-1 on Crew Robinson. Robinson, solo home run. His last at-bat in the second. So one for one with a dinger. Mm, Breaking ball. Comes in tight, 3-1 with one gone. Checked his swing and... Did it on strike two. Fastball at 88 from Paddock. Cougs had uh, two home runs in the opening game today and two home runs here in the second of two. That's lifted up into short center field. Shortstop is back. Center fielder in. Center fielder makes the call and makes the catch. The red glove of Jordan Hamburg hauling it out number two. So Robinson flying out to center. And the Cougs had home runs in the second and third innings. Here in game two. Squaring is Riker Scow. Scow struck out swinging in his first at-bat. This is his first start of the season. He's now one for four on the year with an RBI. The 0-1 goes to 0-2, so Riker's in a hole. Here against Liam Paddock. Lefty on the hill, righty bat in the box. And that'll do it for Riker Scow. So a couple of swinging strikeouts for Riker. And of the last four outs that uh, Paddock's recorded, three have been via the swinging strikeout. He gets out of the fourth. We go top five, almost halfway home. It is Gonzaga four, BYU three. After BYU goes no runs, no hits, no errors, and no one on base in the fourth. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Jake Porter pitching in relief of Cutter Clausen with his team down 4-3. He's in a 1-1 count with Sam Stem as we come into inning number 5. Stem, 0-2 here in game 2. Strikeout and flyout, and 1-1 the count from Porter. 1-2 as Stem swings through 85 miles per hour from Jake. BYU's best inning this year has been the fourth inning, but it wasn't here in game two. No runs in the fourth for BYU, but 18 runs on the year in the fourth. It's been their best inning. 
But they go scoreless in the fourth. In fact, they go out in order. And the first one, two, three inning for the Zags today, actually. Defensively, top five now. One, two count to Stem. And that's fouled out deep down the left field line. Into the trees that are waving in the wind. And the wind has been present all day here at Miller Park. Next up for BYU at UNLV Tuesday. And then three at West Virginia as Big 12 play gets underway next weekend. BYU will play 30 conference games up from 27 in the West Coast Conference. So 13 baseball playing teams, meaning you have 12 possible opponents. You skip two, giving you 10 for 30 games. And BYU will skip, I believe, TCU and UCF this year. But they open their conference campaign in Morgantown after a stop at UNLV Tuesday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday at West Virginia. The 3-2 to Stem. A swinging, nope, got a piece of it. Got a piece of it, so he stays alive as it goes back to the backstop. Count stays 3-2. and two. Dave McCann on the radio call with you all next week in Vegas and then in Morgantown. As BYU men's basketball is still a going entity in a couple of games next week for the Cougar Hoopsters. Swinging strikeout there of Sam Stem. He's the first out in the fifth inning. And the Cougs have their sixth strikeout here in game number two. Next in is Vincent Temesvery. Temesvery with a double and a run scored in the fourth. Scored the first of three Gonzaga runs in the fourth. 0-1 from Porter to Temesvery. That's low and away. Picked off the dirt. The artificial dirt by Colin Reuter. 1-1 the count. One gone and no one on. Fastball fouled back. It was at 91 from Porter. That's right in his heater wheelhouse. Four runs and six hits. No errors for Gonzaga. Three runs, two hits, no errors for BYU. The Cougs have yet to play an error-free game this year. As that's lifted softly into center. A little two-hopper to Herdsman. And be a one-out single for Temesvery. His second hit of the second game. Two for three here in game two. So one out single for Temesvery, and it'll bring up Jordan Hamburg. BYU had a lead after three, and BYU this year three and one when leading after three. See if they can improve on that number, but they're behind now four to three. As that pitch comes down and in on Jordan Hamburg. Hamburg hit by a pitch and scored in the second. Then brought home a run with a double in the fourth. That was the second of three consecutive hits and the second of back-to-back doubles for the Zags in the fourth. Count goes to 2-0 and on Hamburg, the center fielder. Jake Porter came in today having not given up a hit. And that changed... Pretty quickly upon his arrival. Fouled back to the backstop. Two and one the count. Jake's given up two hits in two-thirds of an inning. Has struck out two. Two balls and a strike. One gone, one on. The one on is Temesvery. That's a piped-in fastball. Just on the outside edge, 91 for strike two. Two and two the count to Jordan Hamburg. Hamburg hitting 176 on the year. 222 with runners on. He's got one at first. That'll be low and in. Count goes to full. Ninety-two pitches thrown by Cougar Hurlers into the fifth inning. 3-2. 3-2. Runner takes off. Handled it first. To second for one. Back to first. And the double play is completed. The 3-6-3 three, three, DP 
Gets the Cougars out of the inning. Gonzaga, no runs on a hit, no errors, and no one left on. We go bottom five. We're halfway home. Zags four, Cougars three on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Back at Miller Park, bottom five. Gonzaga four and BYU three is our score. Liam Paddock has given up only two hits. They just happen to be home runs. A solo shot and a two-run blast for the Cougars three runs. So as you can say he's pitching a good game, and he really is. Just two hits allowed, but they've been big flies. Four, three Zags. The Zags have four runs on seven hits. BYU three runs on those two hits. And as we lead off the bottom of the fifth, we do so with Luke Anderson for BYU at the plate. Luke's into an 0-1 count, now an 0-2 as he fouls back to the backstop. He walked and was erased on a 6-4 ground out in the first, then flew out to right field in the third. So an 0-1 day today. I shouldn't say day, an 0-1 game. As we're playing the second of two, and Luke's first game was a heck of a game. Two for five with a run scored for RBI, including a two-run home run. That'll be a sharp grounder to third, backhanded there by Hankins. The throw low, but picked well by Phelan, and one out as Anderson is retired on the 5-3. So Gonzaga and Paddock settling in. BYU was up 3-1 through three, but a three-run fourth for Gonzaga, putting them in front. And they take that lead past the halfway mark. We're bottom five here in Provo. Breiker Herdsman struck out swinging it in his last at-bat and swings through strike one. Off-speed offering from Paddock. He's working quickly, and that's two quick strikes on Herdsman. Yeah, Breiker had barely settled back in the box. That next one was coming buzzing at him, and it's 0-2. And that's two off-speed pitches swung through for strike two. And tried it again. This time, Breiker wasn't biting, and it's one ball, two strikes to the Cougar center fielder. Breiker reaching on a fielder's choice, was left on the base pass in the first, struck out swinging in the third, bats now in the fifth, and sees two balls go by after an 0-2 count. Everything's been off speed so far in the at-bat from Paddock. And Breiker gets a barrel to that one. That'll be gapped on the ground to right center. Breiker digging hard for second, and will turn and go for three. The relay will not be in time. It's a one-out triple for Breiker Herdsman, and he was hauling. His second triple of the season, and the Cougs have a runner 90 feet away with run number four and one out on the board in a 4-3 ball game. So the triple for Breiker gives Colin Ruder a great RBI opportunity. Now Breiker comes up a little funky. Hmm. Trainer Judd Franson out to check on Herdsman. He was grinding for that triple and got it. And now they're just taking a look at him. And he's stretching out that left leg. Meantime, that'll be it for... That'll be it for the Zags. Starting pitcher Liam Paddock. He's going to check out... Let's take a break for a pitching change. Gonzaga with a new hurler on the hill after this. 4-3, Zags lead BYU, but the Cougs are threatening. The tying runs 90 feet away and one out here in the bottom of the fifth on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Cougars baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. We are back at Larry H. Miller Field, Miller Park, Provo, Utah. And the Zags have made a pitching change. Peyton Graham. Right-hander in for the southpaw, Liam Paddock. Paddock got into but not out of the fifth. He went four and a third. He leaves the game with the Zags leading 4-3. And BYU threatening. Breiker Herdsman after a one-out triple. He's standing on third and Colin Ruder about to dig in. So Peyton Graham checks in. Graham making his fourth appearance. That's a pretty hefty ERA, 13.5. He's 0-1 in his three appearances. They include one start. He's gone three and a third, giving up seven hits, five runs, all of them earned. Has struck out two. He's given up two home runs, and batters are teeing off on him. 4.38 is the average allowed by Peyton Graham, the new pitcher for the Gonzaga Bulldogs, who lead BYU by a score of 4-3. What does Peyton Graham like to do? Well, it's a three-pitch arsenal. Fastball slider change. 
And Faber favors the fastball over the off-speed stuff, about 2-1. to one. Fastball gets up to around 95 when he's cooking. Slider in the mid to high 70s and a change in the low 80s. He's got Reuter at 1-1 one and one in the count. Misses high and away after the 0-1 start. From the stretch. High for ball two. Fastball at 89 upstairs. Two balls and a strike. One out, one on. The one on Herdsman at third. Good RBI chance for Reuter. Paint job on the outside edge. Fastball at 94. On the block for a 2-2 count. Colin Reuter, five RBI on the year. Looking for his first home run of the year. Sees that sail low and away. Count goes full to Reuter. Of Collins' nine hits on the year, eight are singles. He has one double. 3-2 to Collins. Up the middle. Ties the game. Single to center for Colin Reuter. And Breiker Herdsman trots home with the Cougars' fourth run. It's 4-4. In the bottom of the fifth. Colin Reuter on an 0-for-1 game. Goes 1-for-2 with a walk, a run scored, now an RBI. Run scoring single, bringing home Breiker Herdsman. RBI number six for Colin, the Cougars catcher here in game two. It'll bring Cooper Vest to the plate. Coop with a two-run home run back in the third. It was a two-run third for BYU on that home run. Those are the last runs the Cougars scored until the Rooters single a moment ago. Vast one for one with a hit by pitch and that two-run shot. Coop now hitting 219. But his OPS is... But 735 right now. That's a pretty hefty leap from his batting average. Coop's had a day. Two for three in the first game with two runs in an RBI. And one for one with a run and two RBI here in the second. Check back of first. Phelan will swipe the backside of Colin Reuter. Who's back safely. 2-1. The count. One gone. One on. Tie ball game now. 4-4 here in the fifth. Peyton Graham. Glove at his belt. And that's ripped, but just foul. That was lined. Got out of here in a hurry, but into foul territory down the first baseline. Peyton Graham loves the heater, and that was 92. 110 off the bat. 110 off the bat from Cooper Vest on that foul ball a moment ago. He turned and ripped it, but just foul. 3-2, meantime, the count goes to Vest. Coop's been aboard in both of his plate appearances, hit by a pitch, and again the two-run home run. Full count. Payoff pitch from Peyton Graham. Working from the stretch, Reuter takes the lead off first. Takes off, does Reuter as Cooper pops up. I don't think it's playable. It will not be. It'll be into dead ball territory. Stays three and two to Vest. Cooper, the five foot eleven, two hundred five pound junior from St. George, Dixie High School. Awaits the three two. Check back of first again. Forty-six RBI for BYU last year, while hitting 359. Second team All WCC back in 2023. Foul to the screen, stays three and two, and again Reuter was taken off. He'll trot back to first base. This fifth inning began for BYU with Luke Anderson grounding out 5-3, then Herdsman, a one-out triple, 
And Colin Reuter brought him home with a single up the middle. BYU trailed 1-0, tied the game 1 after 2. Took a 3-1 lead through 3. Trailed 4-3 after 4. And now here in the 5th, we're tied up at 4. Payoff pitch. And a swing and a miss. Handcuffed Cooper Vest. Came inside with heat. And Cooper swings through. Strike three. Two out for BYU. And Reuter stays on first. BYU with a win. Should they pick it up? We'll go back to 500 on the year. Five and five. They were last at 500 at one and one as that pitch gets away from the catcher Ratfield and Reuter will take second on ball one to Kuhio Aloy. So wild pitch from Peyton Graham. He's got a bright red glove on his left hand. The right-hander from the stretch getting ready to deal on a 1-0 count. Reuter takes his lead. Off speed and Kuhio out in front of that one. Goes to strike one. Count even at one and one. That was a well-thrown changeup to Kuhio Aloy. Kuhio 0 for 1 here in game 2 with a base on balls. In game 1, he was 1 for 5 with a run scored. And a base on balls, a couple of strikeouts. Left 3 on in the first game. Chipper Beck started it short in game 1, left the game injured. Check up on him with Coach Trent Pratt postgame. The 1-1. And Kuhio fouls out of play. One ball, two strikes to the Cougar DH here in game two. Kuhio DHing in both games. His hit streak went to five in the opener. Still looking to get a hit to make it six here in game two. One, two, the count. Two out, one on. Reuters on second. That's up top and away. Fastball missing high. Ball two from Graham. Graham out of Kennewick, Washington. 6-1-2-15, sophomore. Time is called. Kennewick, part of the Washington Tri-Cities area. Took me a while to learn that the Tri-Cities are Kennewick, Pasco, and Richland. Now I'll never forget. 2-2, the count. Graham kicks and deals high and tight. That was 94 miles per hour that forced Kuhio Aloy to back out of the way. Count goes full. Three and two the count. Two out. And Reuter on second base. 4-4 ball game. BYU four runs on four hits. Economical use. And that'll be a walk of Aloy as Graham loses Kuhio. Missing outside on off speed. Aloy will take his base. First and second now for Easton Jones. Jones 0 for 2 in game 2 with a ground out and a strikeout. In game 1, Easton was 3 for 5 with a run scored on an RBI. A run scoring single. A double with a run scored and a double that left him stranded late. But a good day nonetheless for Easton, the Cougars' third baseman. That's a healthy hack. On a pitch away, low and away. Strike one to Easton. That slider drifting away from the right-handed hitting Jones. Now down the heart for strike two. Taken strike by Jones. Rhea fixes the batting glove and digs in to looking to stay alive in the 0-2 count. No balls, two strikes, two out, two on. Ruder on second, Aloy on first, 4-4 ball game. Barreled to left, left fielder coming in, going back and making the catch. A little bit on the back pedal was Temesvery, but hauls it in to end the inning. Nearly caused trouble for Temesvery out in left field, but the Cougars go down in the fifth with a run being scored. BYU scores a run on two hits. There were no errors, and two were left on. We go top six, 4-4. Cougs and Zags on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. 
New pitcher for BYU brings us to a PZ Printing pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. Cooks turning to Candon Daly as their third pitcher of the day. Right-hander coming to the hill. Spelling Jake Porter, who in turn replaced Cutter Clausen in a 4-4 ball game. Candon Daly offering a three-pitch mix. Fastball slider and change. Fastball gets up to 95 when it's working. His slider about uh, 10 miles per hour off of that. And his change in the same vicinity. First batter that Daly will face is the catcher Donovan Ratfield for Gonzaga here in the top of the sixth inning in a 4-4 ball game. Back and forth we go. BYU trailed 1-0, tied the game at 1, took a 3-1 lead, then trailed 4-3, and now ties the game at 4 with a run in the fifth. It was a Colin Reuter RBI single bringing home Breiker Herdsman who had tripled with one out. Ball one to Ratfield. Ratfield, one for two, a ground out, and an RBI single. It's a healthy hack through strike one. 95-mile-per-hour heater from Candon Daly. His cousin Nate was often in this vicinity velocity-wise. Nate could really get cooking with the fastball. 1-2 as that's foul back out of play. Catching up with a 96-mile-per-hour fastball. And barely catching up to it was Ratfield. Candon Daly. Making his fourth appearance, has two starts on his record. That's barreled into left and right at the left fielder, Riker Scow. Line to left and on a rope right into the glove of Scow. It'll be one out for Gonzaga here in the sixth. So Daly, in three previous appearances, accumulating a 6.23 ERA, 0-1 record. Eight and two-thirds innings pitched, has given up ten hits, eight runs, six of them earned. Has walked four, struck out nine. Has given up one home run. Opponents were hitting 286 against him before the out recorded by Ratfield. Jace Phelan, the first baseman. And a 1-0 count that goes to 2-0. Phelan today, game two that is, one for two. RBI double in the second and a strikeout swinging in the fourth. He bats now in the sixth. Jace Phelan. That'll be a one-hopper playing deep in the hole. It's the second baseman, Robinson, as the Cougs played the shift for Phelan. So you had Watkins, a shortstop, playing on the second base side of second, and then you had Robinson deep in the hole, and that's exactly where Phelan hit the ball, was to Robinson basically sitting in short right field. And throws over to first for the second out. Goes as a 4-3 ground out with the shift. Gage Mestis, 0 for 2 today, fly out, ground out. In the second and fourth innings, respectively. 1-0, the count to Mestis. That's 95 miles per hour low and away for ball two. 2-0. Two and oh. and uh, Candon Daly's hitting the gas pedal here against Gonzaga hitters in the sixth. Gonzaga four runs on seven hits. BYU four runs on four hits. That's in tight at 95, so steady diet of fastballs from Daly. Candid out of Blackfoot, Idaho, CSI transfer, 6-6-190. Daly pipes in a 95-mile-per-hour heater, bottom of the frame. Count three and one. And that's blooped into short left center on a 3-1 count. Gage Mestis has his first hit of game two. So a two-out single for Mestis will bring Tommy Eisenstadt to the plate. Eisenstadt, the nine-hole hitter, with a ground out and a walk. He was left on the base pass after his walk in the fourth. We're top six in a 4-4 ball game. BYU in leading after six is 4-1 and one this year. One and four when trailing after six. They've not been tied after the sixth inning in any game yet this year. We're tied into the sixth in this one. BYU four and five on the year. Zags one and eight. Their only win 
came against top 10 Vanderbilt at Vandy. It was a comeback win at that. They've lost every other game. The 1-0, 1-1. That's 94 miles per hour. Paint job on the outside edge for the left-handed hitting Eisenstadt. Eisenstadt hitting 167. Up to 222 with runners on. He's got a runner on first base. Gage Mestis, the 1-1 from Daly. Kicks and deals and misses outside. Took something off that. Two-one from Daly. Fastball inside. Good pitch, but called ball three. Looked to be on the inner edge of the frame. 95 mile per hour offering from Daly. Goes ball three. Three and one. That's a paint job on the bottom edge of the strike zone for strike two. Called strike to fill the count. So a runner on first will be off and running on a 3-2 count with two out. Here in the top of the sixth, Mestis is off and running. And swung at and fouled and caught the hand, I think, of Reuter. He's shaking it. The glove came off the hand. And Reuter's going to take a moment. Picks his glove back up and is flexing his glove hand. As on the follow-through on that fall, either the bat or the ball caught the hand of Reuter and popped the mid off his hand. He'll get back into his crouch and a full two, a full count. And again, Mestis will be off on the pitch. 4-4 the score. Zags four runs on eight hits. BYU four on four hits. Mestis takes off and a swinging strikeout. Whoop! he foul tipped it and the ball was out of the glove. So he'll stay alive. So good pitch and a swing and a miss, but catch wasn't completed, let's say, on that foul tip that just took it off the plane and the trajectory bouncing off the leather for Reuter. So stays three and two, and again, Mestis goes, and that'll be a walk finally. So after all of that work, Daly loses. Eisenstadt bringing up the top of the order. Miller, Peyton Miller, leadoff hitter, a two-out hitter here in the sixth and two on now. So the Cougs got the first two outs here in the sixth on a fly out and a ground out, then a Mestis single, now an Eisenstadt walk. And the Zags threaten. Activity in the BYU bullpen. Carter Foss warming. On this brisk afternoon, squaring is Peyton Miller. Miller, one for three in game two. A strikeout, a ground out, and an RBI single. Miller hitting 312. 455, though, with runners in scoring position. But I'll flip that right back at you and say he's hitting 154 when two are out. And two are out right now for the Zags. One and one with two gone and two on. Mestis on second, Eisenstadt on first. Candendali glancing back at Mestis. Comes plateward and fouled on the ground by... Miller by the Gonzaga dugout goes to one and two. See if Cannon goes to a wipeout fastball here. One and two, the count, two out, two on. Cougs looking to get out of the top of the sixth. Will Cannon just rear back and let her rip from the stretch? Grounder to second. Easily scooped up, and the throw over to first to Vest. And on the 4-3 ground out, Robinson to Vest. The Cougs are out of the sixth, and no damage done. For Gonzaga, no runs on a hit, no errors, and two were left on. We go bottom six, 4-4 the score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Greg Grubel. BYU Baseball brought to you by Bam Bam's Barbecue. Perfectly smoking each cut of meat just for you. Come in and enjoy Central Texas Barbecue right here in Provo. Bam Bam's Barbecue, authentic to the bone. We go bottom six in a 4-4 ball game. And Brock Watkins will lead things off for the Cougs. He's 0-2 in game two. 6-3 ground out and a strikeout in his first two at-bats. Peyton Graham stays on the hill for Gonzaga. Fouled back to the netting by Brock Watkins, 0-1. The Cougs have hit four Zions Bank home runs today. 
Home runs brought to you by Zions Bank for banking that helps you game plan for life. Zions Bank is for you. Two solo shots and two 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 run home runs in the doubleheader today. As Watkins finds himself in an 0-2 hole, swinging through strike two on a 92-mile-per-hour fastball from Peyton Graham, right-hander on the hill and right-handed bat in the box. Brock hitting 222 on the year. That'll be a 60-foot pitch for ball one. Second-winningest coach in Gonzaga history, Mark Maktoff. Bringing the Zags into Provo for this non-conference series. Another short pitch, hopping in front of the plate, 2-2. Two two. Maktoff with a record of 577, 477, and 2. Coach more than 1,000 games for Gonzaga. The 2-2, two, two, and that's taken high and away, ball 3. Fastball missing outside to fill the count. Zags 1-8, BYU 4-5, so back to 500 go the Cougs with a win if they can find one today here in Game 2. That'll be grounded foul. Nice one-handed grab by Adam Law at third base. The cat-like reflexes, the sure hands of Adam Law. Adam Law at third, Tyler Coolbaugh at first. Gonzaga's base coaches, Evan Wells at first, Sean Winston at third. 3-2, Graham to Watkins, taken out of the 0-2 hole. And fouls it back to the screen again. Stays alive. Count stays full. No one out. As Watkins leads off the sixth. 4-4 is our score. Again, BYU's not been tied after six innings in any game this year. As he takes a leadoff walk, does Watkins. So leadoff walks have a high percentage of scoring. I think it was Duff Tittle that once told me that of leadoff walks come around to score. Something like that. A high number. Most of my baseball I've learned from Duff Tittle over the years. Either way, leadoff walk for Watkins. Brings Crew Robinson to the plate. Graham from the stretch checks Watkins back at first. Gonzaga's just walked its fifth batter of the day of game two. Again, I say the day. We're playing a doubleheader. Second of two. Empty count to Robinson. And a pretty robust swing through strike one. Crew with a solo home run in the second and flew out to center in the fourth. Getting 147 on this young season. In on the fists, and he laced that to the netting above the Gonzaga dugout, turned on that, and creates an 0-2 count. No one out, and Brock Watkins on first. On deck is Riker Scow. Scow's gone over 2 with a pair of swinging strikeouts today. And that's just lofted up on a soft infield pop-up to the third baseman who collects outside the third baseline for out number one. The pop-up by Robinson will bring Riker Scow to the plate. And Scow again 0 for 2 with a pair of swinging strikeouts, making his first start of the season. His first start as a Cougar. Riker Scow, freshman from Pleasant Grove, played at PG High School. 6 foot 165 for the left fielder. Starting left fielder here in game two. Squares and pulls away on the Pitch outside of the zone up top. On deck, top of the order, Luke Anderson. Luke, one for two in game two with the base. Uh, 0 for two in game two with the base on balls. 1-0 to Scow. Top of the zone may have caught the edge of the frame, but no dice for the strike call. It's called ball two. Two and zero the count to Riker Scow. 4-4 our score, bottom six. BYU and Gonzaga. That pitch pops out of the glove of the catcher, comes up firing, getting to second. Just ahead of the throw is Brock Watkins. Pretty nice throw from the catcher, Radfield, on the ball that popped out of his glove. It kind of felt more pass than wild. I'm not sure how they're going to score that one, but either way, that ball, which was high and away for ball three, squeaked out of the leather, and Brock was off and running. 
And a throw nearly got him, but Brock a nice stretch to get in ahead of it. And is in scoring position now. A 3-0 count, and ooh, a top of the zone strike. Riker thought he was walking, but he's staying in the batter's box instead. So fastball at 90 called strike one. Three and one the count, one out, one on. The one on is Watkins at second. And there's the walk of Scout. So took the next pitch, but takes his base. So first and second for BYU. Cougs have something cooking here in the bottom of the sixth in a tie ball game. One out and two on. And a runner in scoring position for Luke Anderson. So Graham issuing two walks here in the sixth. And those are walks five and six for the Zag pitchers today. One gone, two aboard. Watkins on second, Scow on first. Anderson, healthy hack. Strike one, missing a fastball at 89 up in the zone. Cougs had a 3-1 lead. Zags went up 4-3. Cougs got one back, and that's where we are. Now 4-4, and a called strike two. And that appeared to be outside away from the right-handed hitting Anderson, but the call is strike. The count is 0-2. Now Luke's got to stay alive. Luke hitting 300 with runners in scoring position and fouls that to the backstop on the Gonzaga dugout side of the diamond. Luke's got an OPS of 761. And again, his runners with scoring position number is 300. The 0-2 to Luke. Watkins on second. Scout on first. High. And what are we going to call here? We've got a Bach here. Runners advance a base. So, Watkins to third. Scout to second. And two runners in scoring position now for Luke Anderson with a count at one and two. For the Zags, that would be their third balk of the season. BYU recorded its first balk in the first game today with Bryce Robison on the hill. So we're back in a one and two count here. One gone. And two on. And the two on are Watkins now at third and Scow at second. First base open for Luke Anderson. Graham on the hill. Wind and fire. Breaking ball, punch out. It's a punchy of Anderson. Beautiful pitch. Paints the inside edge and records the second out. Big out for the Zags as Anderson goes down on strikes. For the second time today, struck out once in the opener and once here in the second game. Backward K of Luke Anderson. So Breiker Herdsman in a high leverage opportunity here. Two runners in scoring position and a tie ball game. Two out here, bottom six. Checks it, and it's called strike. Fastball away, one and one. One ball, one strike, two out, two on. Bottom six in a tie ball game. Gonzaga four, BYU four. And that's looped into the opposite field. We'll drop in front of the right fielder. One run will score. Second coming around and scoring a two-run RBI single for Breiker Herdsman. Gives the Cougs a 6-4 to four lead. Great piece of hitting. Just popped it into the opposite field, settling in front of the right fielder, scoring... From third is Watkins, and from second is Scow. And the Cougs go up two, having trailed 4-3. Three, three in a row to go up 6-4. So a two-RBI single to right for Herdsman. Riker in game one today without an RBI. But he adds two to his season tally. Giving him six RBI for the year. The 0-1, meantime, now to Colin Reuter. 
So give Herdsman two RBI scoring runs are Watkins and Scow. Brought in by Breiker here in the bottom of the sixth. And that'll be another opposite field slice, but right into the glove of the first baseman, Phelan. And that little soft liner will be out number three. So Ruder is retired, but not before. BYU scores two runs on a hit. One big hit. A two-RBI single from Breiker Herdsman. There were no errors, and there was one left aboard. We go to the top of the seventh, 6-4 BYU on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.